Hello, friends, and welcome to World Build With Us, the podcast where we create fantastical worlds with help from you, our listeners. My name is Rob Hilferty, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Johnny Law and Courtney Staples. On today's episode, we are finishing up our time in the realm of a thousand shades, brought to you in part by our patron, James. So a big thank you to James for the original prompt, and a big thank you to all of our patrons for their continued support. And of course, if you want to support us yourself, we are on Patreon, where there's a reason that we have two parts here, because patrons get two parts instead of one for regular listeners. So if you want access to that or access to any of the other goodies that come with patronage, you can go over to our Patreon and support us that way. Also, you don't need to get anything out of us. Like if you just want to give us money as like a thank you, you, you can do that too. That's also what Patreon is for. Uh, but if you just want to support a prompt, you can do that by going to our website, worldbuildwithus.com, where you can follow some instructions, some links, and within a reasonable amount of time, we'll be building your world. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on YouTube, where you can subscribe to us. You might be listening to us there right now, in which case, hi, thank you very much. And we're also on Twitter at Let's World Build. If you want to come and talk to us more directly, of course, we have our Discord, so come and chat with us anytime. Uh, as I said up top, this is the second part to a two-part series, so if you haven't listened to us before, strongly urge you to go back a single part and start there. And with that out of the way, last we left off, we gave ourselves a twist. Except the twist this time was there was no twist. So instead, I think we're just going to dive right into our factions. And so, Courtney, what faction do you have for us this time? Uh, so my faction is tentatively called the Reminders, mm -hmm. and they're a pseudo-religious group that is focused on toning down or soothing the the things in the darkness, basically, that we had mm -hmm. established last time were actually uh, people who had been pulled into the shade or the shadows mm -hmm. and turned into these sort of paranormal entities. So that is their kind of general goal. I'm thinking that some within the group are probably also interested in trying to like actually pull people back from that. Mm. But overall, they do rituals where they pretty much go into the darkness and mm. gradually like dim their lights until it's barely there. Like they can barely see, they're barely protected by that light. And um, from there, they they use things that they know of the people who have disappeared to kind of try to get their attention, like reminders, um, a song that they liked or a, a scent that they enjoyed or something mm -hmm. like that. Where so, mm -hmm. so would you say that this is how you remind me of what I really am? Is that what they're trying to do here, Courtney? Um, yes. Hold on. Let me, let me try that again. This is how you remind me of what I really uh, Okay, am. thank you. I, yeah, exactly uh, that. That, yeah. Is exactly, <laughs> that is exactly what they're going for. Sometimes <laughs> I am here for fun, and sometimes I'm here to make people suffer. Mm -hmm. I apologize for nothing. Uh, continue on with your very cool idea, Courtney. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but no, that's, that's kind of the gist of it. It's like they they want to soothe these entities to kind of prevent the attacks, if not, you know, send them along to the next plane of existence or 
basically mm. calm them in some way to keep them from dragging others into the dark. It to me, it also sounds like an angler fish type of thing, where it's just mm. like they act as yeah. bait in a certain kind of way, yeah. right? Where it's just like, hey, remember me, remember this aspect of your life, and they're trying to like pull them back. They're lure, they're literally luring them to the very dim light that they have with them. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's a cool image mm. that I hadn't thought of, but I like that. Mm -hmm. I was thinking more of like cats in a laser pointer concept. Just like, <laughs> get, get the dot, get the dot. <laughs> and I thought my Nickelback reference was bad. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm I'm truly just torturing my co-host today, I swear. Mm -hmm. Um, you start singing Modest Mouse. I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot how much you hate Modest Mouse. Okay. Well, as long as we don't all float on, all right. I think we'll be okay. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> Speaking of John, why don't you tell us your faction, or unless we have other questions for Courtney about uh, the Reminders, which does sound like a band, right? It sounds like an R&B yeah, band from like yeah. Okay. Uh, it, yeah. It also makes me think of the Guilty Remnant. Of, uh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of thinking about them, but <laughs> no I, think original ideas. I think they're very yeah, different, different vibes. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is the guilty remnant exactly? I've not heard of that. It's uh, from um, the Leftovers show. Oh, uh, okay. was that HBO? That was on HBO. Yeah, excellent yeah. show. Yeah, I would strongly yeah. recommend a, everyone watch it. It's a, it's a cult that like uh, they're all about not moving on with life after this event happens. It starts the whole show. Interesting. Yeah. How did how does that work? Are they just like pseudo luddites where it's like the world must stop here? Basically, they only wear white. They constantly chain smoke. They don't speak, and they protest any events that are trying to show the like revenants to the actual event and the people that were lost in the event. Huh. Um, yeah, it's it's a really interesting, weird faction. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty cool. fascinating. Mm -hmm. Damn it! Um, sorry, I'm just like that was my patty. Um, <laughs> I thought that was the mom from Home Alone, but that's it not kind of sound like her. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's her. what I read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Different actors. Oh my god, John! Why do I feel like I'm allowed to be more unhinged when you're on the show? I don't understand. You why know, this is. it's just kind of my goal in life is to make people feel comfortable and embrace yeah. the beauty that is chaos. <laughs> mm, interesting. Interesting. The Taoist in me. Yeah. Right, anyway, were you, were you good for the moment with that, Courtney? And Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm good if you guys want to move on. Excellent. Speaking of, John, why don't yes, you sir. go ahead and hit us with your faction? What did you have in mind? What's your idea sprouting from the dark and gloom? So I'm kind of new to this whole world building with you guys think. So do I only get one faction or can I get an extra one squeezed in there? Well, if you're like me, you cheat and you imply other factions within okay. your own faction. So mm -hmm. like, you know, cool. Point so taken, I will do that. Yeah, you're only allowed one faction asterisk. So, okay. yeah, go ahead. So, I'll go with my one that I at least have a cooler name for. And um, that will be the Umbral Militants. And uh, mm -hmm. going back to my uh, first tenant. Is my first tenant or second tenant? I can't count. Uh, they This is a group of people that have become hardened warriors. And they have um, embraced the shadow, so to speak. You know, it's like the, this is like your, your uh, doomsday preppers. You're like mma fighters like there's just people that that now they're brought into this new world where power is is not with land ownership or um wealth throughout the years it's just this oligarchy of actual like who can survive the best and they have banded and kind of created this faction 
that is directly opposed to the people that are trying to find enlightenment and uh, find this new religion. They've like really embraced that like this is we we are we belong to the shade. Like our world was destroyed for a reason, and they're not mm. trying to get back to normalcy. They're actually trying to to become one with the shadow. Hence ah, the Umbra. Okay. okay, gotcha. Connotation. Interesting. It's, um, aside, it's Umbra, by the way. Umbral. Umbra. Thanks. Thank yep. you. Umbra. What a fucking maroon, Jesus. <laughs> what a ta-ra-ra-goon. <laughs> it's been Umbra. my experience that if you use incredibly outdated insults, people don't take offense nearly as much. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, so... So my question is, how do they embrace that, right? Like, what does that look like? Like, you're, you're suggesting that they're a warrior type, right? Mm-hmm. So how do they embrace the darkness without succumbing to it, without being absorbed or pulled into it, into the shadow in some way? I mean, I think partially through technology, um, like some version of, I don't know, I guess infrared wouldn't really work in a shadow realm, but I'm sure there's some other kinds of radiation or or light spectrums that they could use to... I guess you still have your own body heat that you'd be generating. So yeah, I guess if red would work, but they, it, they're just kind of like, you know, think about uh, the whole, uh, what's the, what's, was it pitch black? What was the Vin Diesel movie? Yeah. Pitch black. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Pitch black. That was actually kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. like, just kind of like the fir- it was the first Vin Diesel movie, really. Like it's yeah. the first one that he was like starring in effectively. I mean, triple X is technically his first starring, starring role, but we don't talk about triple X. Well, it's like a headlining role, so to speak, whereas this is yeah, he's yeah, kind of exactly, like a cool, yeah. badass guy. But then you're like, oh, he's the hero. Actually. Yeah. Riddick um, is cool. It's a cool, yeah. it's a good movie. It's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I was, I was surprised by how cool it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I kind of like, you know, obviously they still have to protect themselves from the, the shadow people. Um, so, but they are in direct opposition though, to the, the people that are actually trying to tap into that, that, uh, global psychic conscious that we talked about in the last episode Mm -hmm. because they don't want they don't want things to go back to normal they want to keep living their crazy hedonistic bloodthirsty lives in the dark i see i could see like Mm. my faction and yours i don't know if they would be in direct opposition or if one is a branch of the other like branched off from the other or what because there's a lot of similarity but they're also not obviously on the same side Yours is trying to find peace, right? They're trying yeah. to, yeah, mm-hmm. they're trying, and they're trying to find peace within the other. I would say these guys are definitely not, but they're not like, they're not hunting down your guys either because your guys benefit their overall existence because they're keeping the shadow mm-hmm. people at bay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of talking, like, I can see there being a fraught relationship between those two factions just because. Like, I feel like the Umbral folks are going to look at that and be like, yeah, we can help ferry you to a certain point and then kind of let you float out in the middle. And then, may- oh, maybe the Umbral folks are the ones who pull those people back. You know, like they're the ones with their hands on the rope ready to pull them back into the light if necessary in some way. Mm-hmm. And obviously not not all of the time, but I feel like there's a very mercenary feeling between the two groups in some way. Oh, interesting. Like, I'm trying to think, like, why would they want to pull them back into the light? Because they hired them to. Basically. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although I don't know if John would believe that or would um, if that's the type of folks that they are. But I, I don't know. It's John's faction. So, I mean, it can be our faction. I just started it. You know? <laughs> 
Right, but I don't want to say like they're this now. And by the way, they're all like they're all like pig people now, I guess. I don't know. Ooh, cool. Oh, I like that. No, no, <laughs> god damn it, John. They wear masks. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. So yeah. oh no, I was thinking like Miss Piggy masks, you know, just <laughs> oh that's even creepier. Mm, yeah, actually, I, I actually reconsidered that. I'm like, that is way creepier. Now. You're just going through the dark, and all of a sudden you hear Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Their battle cry of "Hiya!" <laughs> Love it. Oh, um, <laughs> I actually, I kind of like the the image of them wearing masks, though, and like yeah, maybe that's too. part yeah. of their protection slash embracing of the dark. Like, mm. if that is how they can survive there while also not being exposed to the light very much. I think oh, the yeah. masks would be outfitted with actual like yeah equipment yeah. as well. But I, yeah. I I like the idea of it being very symbolic as well, and then mm. having this kind of like crazy war clan mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also I'm I'm picturing in my head you know how like have when you see like cats or other animals in the night and they have that mm. weird reflective eye mm-hmm. thing going yeah. on yeah I feel yep. like that's what your umbral folks would have as well because I feel that's like cool. that's very appropriate to the type of situation they're in you know mm-hmm. yeah that's very cool I like that yeah. cool 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 um well I suppose unless we have any other questions I got to get on to my faction how's that sound for y'all. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. All right. So I don't do this often, but I do every now and then like to create a faction of one individual thing or person. And I was thinking about um, some Greek mythology stuff. I was thinking about Pathfinder because I'm a big fan of Pathfinder. Uh, Admittedly, haven't been caught up in quite a while, but back in the day. But the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because my faction is called the Psychopomp which is effectively like an archetype of world religion, mythology, folklore, et cetera, where they are a steward or a shepherd of like souls in some way. If we do like a psychological thing and I have to evoke Jung and I hate Jung, but in Jungian psychology, the psychopomp acts as the steward or the, the kind of shepherd between the conscious and the unconscious. So I love the idea of creating the psychopomp that is some kind of a shepherd or some kind of a like ferryman between the unconscious and the conscious, because last episode we established that the shadow realm is effectively an amalgamation of psychic imprints right throughout Mm -hmm. the entire realm. So to me, that's like a cool like entity that you can create that is somehow in between, it also implies that there is a way to go back, unlike what the prompt kind of suggested originally. Uh, or it could imply that there is a, another plane that that they're just not kind of connected to. Um, mm. Other examples of psychopomps would be like um, like Japanese Shikigami or like Hermes or Charon from like Greek mythology, for example. Uh, and there's like a bunch of other ones like shamans typically play the role in in like their societies as well where they're very specifically, they're, they're not judging, right? Like that's kind of the big difference that they're not judging the souls of the dead. They are ferrying them. They're, they're only guiding them there. Right. And I thought that the image of a guiding force that is like steeped in mythology and steeped in mystery in the shadows, that is not of the shadow folk, something that's somewhat benevolent that hides within the darkness. I just thought that'd be a cool kind of concept that we can run with. Yeah, um, 
it's interesting because one of the other ideas for a faction that I was toying with was like a group that wanted to get back to the material plane and like they believe mm. that there was a way to go back. Um, I do wonder like if this entity, this psychopomp has like accrued a following like that, probably unintentionally. I like the idea that like it can exist in like multiple places at once or it's like able to be so far away from like various places that it's basically like a cryptid where mm-hmm. like you can't pray to it because it doesn't have a response necessarily. Right. Like there's no way that you can summon this thing. It just so happens to appear sometimes and no one understands the circumstances as to why, but I love the idea of like legends and folklore and like stories popping up from various you know, places. And as people start to come together, they start telling the story of the psychopomp of this thing. And uh, yeah, that that's kind of what I had in mind. Though, mm. so, I mean, to pray, you don't need to get a response. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't. If yeah. they do, they're <laughs> yeah. considered crazy. Um, so going uh, to previously on World Build with us, we <laughs> talked about how the Shadow Realm was created throughout the millennia, so to speak by different shaman and people that like tapped into different parts of their um, psyche and mm. whatnot. And, you know, whether it be through drugs or, or meditation or whatever. And we, we kind of like postulize that uh, that was how this was created. And then finally, when the scientists started discovering or, or working on the, the portals, they actually fleshed out the rest. And that's why mm. that kind of fit into Courtney's tenant. Do you think that this reflects back into it or is something completely different? Uh, what do you mean by reflects back into it? Well, is this person, is this psychopomp or this entity, are they are they like the conduit of of this, you know, this collective psychic energy mm. that has created the world itself? Was it created when the first person you know delved into this part of their brain or their their being? Uh, so like the er being of the shadow realm, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, one, that's a really cool idea, right? Uh, I think that's a really cool idea. What I'm concerned about, right? Part of what I find appealing about the faction or about the psychopomp is its mystery. So I can see it being like, this is the first thing. And like, it has created a connection with humanity or with uh, consciousness because it like, I've been there since the first person dreamed. Right. Mm. And it has this kind of loving relationship or at least caring relationship. And so once, you know, like all humans came to its realm, they're like, oh, finally, I can help them uh, mm. or, or something like more physical than that. Like, I also am thinking of this idea that this is actually a human who is on the physical plane and oh, is like okay. a, a survivor of the, you know, like the sun exploding, basically. <laughs> right. And has somehow managed to maintain life and, and is like trying to pull people back but they basically only see them as ghosts. So that's the thing, right? Like you can take this in a bunch of different directions, but I think creating your own mythology and creating an explanation for the psychopomp is its own reward and kind of like the fun playground that you let people have fun of. I like to think of it as AI. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? That's, that's, mm, that's troubling. What are their now hands look there, like? Is there a pathway to get to, I'm actually wearing an AI uh, art club t-shirt right now. It's, a, it's got a hand with multiple fingers on, on it. Um, <laughs> I find it funny. Is there a way to get to this, this entity? Is there a way to reach them? 
Is there a, a psychopompador in a sense? <laughs> uh, if there is, I don't think that our current narrative allows for that to exist. I don't. I, I think that okay. no one has discovered a way to reliably get in contact with the psychopomp. So it just depends on the psychopomp and circumstances then. Mm, mm. <laughs> we're John. We can't be on the same podcast together. It seems because we're just <laughs> nope. going to kill Courtney. <laughs> that that, that yeah. seems to be the case. I'm actively being murdered right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, that one right there, officer. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's worse, John, is that this isn't the only time she's going to have to listen to it. She's going to have to listen to this again yep. when she's editing it. Oh, I so. know. <laughs> she could just cut it out, though. That's up. It's her prerogative. I mean, she is, but she has, like, the, it's making it worse because she's, like, in Adobe Audition, like, cutting and cutting and, like, trying to find the exact splice it's, to make sure sorry, I just there. I just spent the last hour of my time before here um, listening to me pretending to be Andrew Tate in a game. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can I can sympathize. Yeah. Editing is yeah. such a weird experience because it's like I've listened to this so many times and I don't understand, like, what does this word even mean anymore? Yeah, it's like when you keep reading the same word or writing the same word over and over again. And it's like, yeah, is that a word? Yeah, or or you keep misspelling the same word over and over again. And it's like, fuck it, I'm going to Google. I don't care. Like, whatever. I know this is a word. It's saying that it's not a word, but it's a word. God damn it. <sighs> that happens a lot. You just lose yourself to the madness, basically. <laughs> um, anyway, so Psychopomp, got it. Yeah, okay. Um, so my question to you, how does or how do you see the Psychopomp working or, or interacting with the factions that we've created thus far? Um, with mine, I feel like they might be prone to getting glimpses of it when they're doing that ritual where they get the light down to like almost nothing. And maybe mm. that's when it kind of flickers into existence near them or there's a chance for it to, but I don't know, like, would it try to communicate with them? Mm. Well, I, I'm interested in the mystery, but I also love the idea of like, you can tell me what happens and we could have contradictory kind of tales of the psychopomp as well. Right. Um, that's, that's part of what I love about myth and like folklore and like the, the more ephemeral side of the world in reality, you know? Hmm. I mean, I like I like the idea of it being kind of vague and kind of like this, like um, not vague, but, uh, unknown, you know, mystery folklore oriented. Um, uh, it's like the idea if this was a TTRPG of some sort that you would be able to kind of create what that means to you and your campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, I would definitely think that the, uh, umbral militia would be, or militants would be very much into trying to destroy the concept of the psychopomp and all mm -hmm. those who believe or follow or are pursuing Ooh. it for, or capture their, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's is it a corporal entity? Is that possible? Is the psychopomp in all of us? Is it like you know? It's is it more of a message? Is my dad a psychopomp? <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be a psychopomp? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking of Troy McClure now. Anyway, um, <laughs> hi, I'm true. You may remember me from such planes as the Astral. And yeah. So you want to be a psychopomp? Oh, Phil Hartman. Rip. I know, fucking right. I know, heartbreaker. Right? Yeah. 
All right, new canon, new lore. The psychopomp is Phil Hartman. Okay. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah, it's somehow sadder now. I know it is. <laughs> he's, just, it. he's just entrapped there since Steph. No, okay, we're moving on. This is too sad now. All right. Okay, okay, okay. So I think I think what might help, right? We have a mysterious entity. I think what might help us in general is to create its rules or some of the rules that like we can attribute to it. Because that way we're not like, oh, it's anything and nothing, right? Like when it has rules, it kind of helps us guide us to a certain standard or like some kind of regularity that we can point to. Yeah, I could definitely use that because I'm I'm struggling with the uh, lack of solidity to it right now. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, you know, I, I brought up the faction, but I would love to hear what you think its rules would be. Like, what do we want it to do? Where do we want to add this thing? Well, I, I think this also ties, we, we still have a missing religion as well. So yes, yeah, do, that's do you true. think this tie, I feel like this could tie all into that. Say more about that, John. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, what I just said, no, I, uh, so I was thinking about this <laughs> earlier today that perhaps going back into the idea that on the material plane throughout history, we have created the shadow plane by delving into deeper parts of the psyche through meditation, drugs, whatever, like throughout as, as a civilization. Um, so then through that and like different specific religions, like specifically like Buddhism and, you know, Taoism and parts of Hinduism and um, like Zoroastrianism, like they, there was elements of the truth found mm. in that those religions, but then they're all given up as, you know, society realize that most of that shit's bullshit. And then what has happened is if what the psychopomp could be is the actual truth of it. Like the actual, like that is the uh, either an enlightened being or that is like the, the goal of enlightenment. Maybe like that is a oneness or something. Mm. So we're talking about a being made up of pure capital T truth, basically is what mm. you're saying. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I actually now picture him doing a T pose as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him exuding his power, dear yeah. God. Uh, yeah, okay. So I love the idea that because they are made up of capital T truth, that this makes them entirely alien. And like, uh, again, because like they're able to exist in reality in multiple forms simultaneously, right? Uh, I like the idea that they're made up of solid truth. But what other rules are we looking at here? What what other kind of things can we depend upon with the psychopomp? What are the rules? Are the rules? Um, like what would it be drawn to? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. What would attract it? Well, in the last episode, we established that the darkness itself in the shadow realm is literally made up of anguish. It's literally made up of. Uh, despair, hopelessness, uh, loneliness, etc. So I'm assuming, and I'm under the kind of operation here, that the psychopomp can navigate and travel through the darkness relatively easily. Mm -hmm. So I think the implication there, like symbolically, is that truth will pierce the darkness. Truth will pierce and remove sadness, anguish, hopelessness, and whatnot. I mean, thematically, I think that's pretty rich. But like, so, so like, I suppose I'm trying to bring it back to the question. Like, what then does that imply that it's attracted to? Does it have to be attracted to anything? Can it just mm -hmm. be 
Can it transcend everything? Mm -hmm. Can it transcend the darkness and want Mm -hmm. and need? Well, right. But uh, what we're trying to figure out is like how, what, what draws its attention? What makes it draw near, you know? Yeah. I, I'm thinking of, um, I've been reading the Tao Te Ching recently and, um, just like remembering some of the verses about the Tao being darkness and like, Mm. I don't know. I'm wondering if there's much that we can draw on there, especially because this is about this entity is made of truth and also darkness. And like, I feel like there's some, some bridge there. Mm. Is it kingdom hearts? I bet it's kingdom hearts. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I recognize that none of you will get that reference and I don't care. My listeners will, and they're Mm. the real ones. So Mm. um, I like to play adult games. Yeah, like oh, you, oh, I'm sorry. You mean, you mean like Kingdom Hearts too? My bad. Apologies. Yeah, I like my squall mopey and not hanging out with Goofy. That's all I'm saying. Well, he hangs out with Cloud in Kingdom Hearts, so you can oh. go fuck yourself. Yeah, Cloud can go fuck himself. I bet he has. Oh, yeah, a couple of ribs removed. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, he does. He is a clone, and he does want to fuck like the previous yeah. version of himself. So, like yeah. that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also. If you, 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 no, 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 back on the rails. Damn it, John. <laughs> Damn you, John. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, I don't fucking know, Courtney. So this, going this back to your episode. So going back to your Taoism kind of connection. Yeah. I mean, there is the, the whole thing, you know, it's, it's the, the, it's literally what yin yang comes from. It's, it's the mm-hmm. idea that one part right. must embody another part. It's opposite to, to exist. So without, you know, Without light, there is no shadow. So there has to be some mm-hmm. light still, even in a plane made of shadow. Mm-hmm. So I think like some mm-hmm. tying into something like that, or there's just the balance, the overall balance in the world. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a symbol of hope then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or peace. Yeah. Or like potential. Yeah. Oh, potential. There you go. I think potential's cooler, personally. <laughs> there's I'm sorry, I'm really locked down the down. There's a great one of my favorite chapters involves. Uh, you know, although it's the spokes that make the wheel, it's the hole in the middle that, that makes it usable or like same thing mm-hmm. as the clay makes a pot. It's mm-hmm. the space in between the clay that is what you use. Mm-hmm. And so I like kind of like that idea that that's the psychopomp has. Um, it's getting deep all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> that, that that's their goal is to kind of teach that or embody that element that even though there is loss all around them and there is darkness, that within that you can find hope and you can find potential. That's what mm-hmm. pulls people together ultimately for better mm-hmm. or for worse. Yeah. So if this is the case, right. I mean, if, if uh, first of all, John, that's great. Absolutely love that. Um, I didn't write it. I just say no. I'm, I don't care if you wrote it. It's still good. I mean, okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah. to me, this suggests that humanity are the empty vessels that could be uh, you know, drawn to the psychopomp or drawn to despair. And there's kind of like this pull and push that they have to navigate in some way. And the pull towards each other is what will eventually bring about some kind of new age or new hope or potential, whatever. Huh. I like that. 
Yeah. I'm getting like a visual now of like a dark circle and like outside of the circle are, are the lost people. And then dead center is a psychopomp and it's like humanity spiraling around it. And it's like, how do you, Ooh, do yeah. you go outward? Do you go inward or do you, can you yeah. hold, can you maintain position and have a, yeah. a mm-hmm. constant orbit? Like a spiral galaxy almost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, except that's its fucking eye is a spiral galaxy for the psychopomp. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, like the Umbral Militia, as you're talking about, they're the ones spiraling out. They're the ones who are seeking. No, they to want to shoot straight through. They want to kill the psychopomp. Like that, that is the like mm. the antithesis of their being because it's it's trying to keep balance and they're trying to like they're not, you know, they don't want to become oh, okay, okay, the shadow gotcha. people, but they want to they want to kind of change the shape of the circle, I guess. I don't mm. I'm, I'm not good at geometry. Interesting. They want to like own the circle themselves. Yes. Basically. They want to control it. It all comes back to capitalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to wield the wheel of production in some way. Mm. All right. Well, we've spent a ton of time on the psychopomp, which I'm I'm okay with because it's my faction. But do we have any other questions? What else do we need to talk about? Because we had no twist. We got to dive right into those factions. I'm glad actually looking back on it that we went this far. But what are we thinking about now? Is there anything else that we have to talk about or are we good did we just nail it we figured it out um i definitely want to like build out the world a little bit more because i i do want to do more with my faction for sure and i want to hear more about john's too and sure how how they interact um yeah my only my curiosity would be like what is civilization at at the time of the viewer or player or whatever coming into this story what mm-hmm. is the state of civilization yeah like how long has this been going on? Yeah. Are there planets and countries? Mm. Yeah. Well, I think the easy question that we need to answer if that's if we want to figure this out is well, what do you think the most interesting point in history would be? Is it like after there's well-established civilizations or is it right as this is all happening? Is it somewhere in between? Is it somewhere past that? Like what are we thinking overall? I would say after some establishment of Yeah. And and the discovery of the psychopomp, mm, or the okay. actual the, the verification that it is a thing that exists and is not just folklore. I think that that'd be the most interesting mm. to me because, like, yeah. I mean, it's, it'd be cool to go back and read about what happened when they, did, you know, like kind of like it's it's my whole thing with what was that movie with the dragons and Christian Bale? Like, I was so pissed when I saw it in the theater. Rain of I'm fire, like, rain of fire. I'm like, you're not going to show me the dragons fighting the actual military, like. The, like the world I know, like that's what I want to see. I don't want to see fucking the band John. It's dudes pull together. John, it's Fuck. because no one would believe that our current military would lose to fucking dragons. We have nukes. We have amazing technology. Yeah, no, that's why Christian Bale with an axe is going to kill a dragon rather than yeah, the entire fucking United actually, States military. I, I know he gets. Eaten. I know. No, that was Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it was Matty Max. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. All well, right, even all still, right, all right. Even still. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just suggesting here that like axe versus dragon, like we expect the dragon to win, but we had fucking nukes and that didn't work. Like, But they're immune okay. to nukes. They're immune to, to heat mm-hmm. damage and nuclear radiation. Like, it's, <laughs> you know what? You know what doesn't require heat damage? Projectile weapons. Like, guys, we have guns. Like, why? God damn it. Their okay, whatever. Scales are slanted in such a way that it refracts the bullet. Come on, mm-hmm. I keep doing this all day. Let's go. What else yep. you got? Okay, no, but I'm just suggesting that that's why we don't have that scene because it's like, they were like, how can we show that the dragons defeated all the world's armies? Oh, we can't? 
cool we're gonna skip that part then got it okay uh just like when we got to the matrix and they're like hey how did the robots take over like hey don't worry about it you're thinking about it stop thinking about it and then the animatrix showed us how because it's way cheaper to animate stuff than it is to actually show it in cg especially for that time period i love how we're totally off topic again (laughs) (laughs) we can't stay on topic for more than three minutes not at all not at all um so we were talking about the yeah where, where do we start the story yes yes no, I'm I'm down to start it. Yeah, after things have been kind of established a bit, uh, maybe like mm-hmm. if it's a generation or so in mm, generation yeah. or two, like not at the very start, because I feel like if it was the very beginning, that would just be so many pieces to try to put together. And Ooh. if it's too far in, then we kind of lose sight of what yeah what's brought us here in the first place. Okay, okay. What is the event that kicks off this new era? That is where we're starting. Like, what is the major event that happens where it's like, is it the first connection between two major civilizations for the first time in forever? Like, is there a a message that gets shipped out or like that gets sent across the shadow plane? I I like the psychopomp finally answers. Mm. Oh, interesting. Okay. I was going to say, um, because last time we had talked about how since this plane is like a reflection of all of history and the you know everything was kind of closer together previously maybe it would be like when people realized that they could use their consciousness to like fast travel between Ooh, points okay but i do like the idea that the psychopomp finally speaks mm. oh well that's that's the name of the episode by the way the psychopomp mm. speaks like mm-hmm. there we go mm-hmm. yeah done and dusted great job courtney <laughs> thanks, um thanks. Honestly, yeah, like the idea that we're looking at a post-religious like timeline and then finally this thing that is effectively a god being in this realm speaks for the first time or like responds for the first time or like maybe even it doesn't that it just like leaves a message in the stars or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like the idea of it leaving a message. Yeah. Mm. But like but something very clear and not like too metaphorical. Like it's got to be like yeah. like a definitive it is real. This is not, this is not a, uh, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. How about it like arrives at the largest settlement of wherever it is and it places an object there and then like disappears. And like the great mystery is what the fuck is it? What does it mean? What does it do? And we can then go from there. Like imagine if God came down and left like a churro somewhere in like the <laughs> United States. And it's like, what the fuck was that? You know, like, that obviously it's not a churro i'm thinking of like a weird geometric object of some kind but Mm -hmm. i just love the idea that like bam it's this divine-esque thing that comes down drops the thing is out right so should we do it that it's what what was your faction was it the remainders or reminders the reminders but yeah that's what i was thinking too that like during some ritual you know they're they're in this almost pitch black uh faint light they're like closing their eyes maybe singing a song to try to lure somebody back or to soothe them or something and then all of a sudden like somebody feels this object in their hand and opens Ooh. their eyes and like and it constantly glows Ooh, like it sheds like sunlight like actually like, you, like there's, actually, a plant, sunlight. there's a plant yeah. nearby and it like extends towards it Ooh, okay but it's not like a typical light that we're used to let's let's yeah. go with that right like yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's a new type of light yeah yeah okay yeah all right and cool. then and then what we could do then is then that the the um I, I keep catching myself on the pronunciation the umbral militia militants they're like 
on the horizon. Like they are, they've moved closer into this planetary system. Oh yeah. And so like that, they're the bad guys and it's going to be like kind of the race of like, how do we a defend against them, but also protect mm. this new found glory. Yeah, and, sure. Sure. I mean, it's, it's a religious war without the religion effectively. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, with a new religion, but it's not like a, yeah. One side is completely. Yeah. yeah. It's athe- a pseudo religion. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah. 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 Okay. So is, are the reminders the pseudo religion that we talked about last time, or is I think they weren't initially, but they are yeah. now starting to move into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This yeah. this event kind of pushed them into yeah. it. I think in some the way. psychopomp okay. is the religion, so yeah, to speak. I gotcha. Yep. And and of course, what you can do, Courtney, in order to satisfy yourself, heh, uh, is you can have it be so it's like it's not the entirety of the reminders that are like this. Like it's it splinters the group immediately into. Mm the faithful and those who still aren't sure, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 See, and that's how you cheat multiple factions into, into a world build with us, John. That's how you mm. do it. Yeah. Wait, but it was just your faction. <laughs> nope. No, that's Courtney's faction. I split it in two. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's another faction. Technically it's cheating. Uh, like, I don't care if you're fucking Baptist or Lutheran. <laughs> you're still fucking... Crazy you know who care about make. that, John? Baptists thing. and Lutherans, and especially <laughs> yeah. Catholics, okay? <laughs> I can shit on religion, though, right? That's not off it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With with that, with that all out of the way, I feel like that's a good place for us to stop for this episode of World Build With Us. Uh, really, really interesting world that we're dealing with here. And there's still so much that we haven't talked about yet, either. Like with all the amalgams and all the psychic mm-hmm. landscape and all that stuff, like there's still ever so much that we can talk about. But unfortunately, we are out of time. And a big thank you once again to our patron, James, for the prompt. Much appreciated, James, and much appreciate the continued support. Uh, reminder if you want to support us on Patreon, hey, you get two episodes out of the deal, along with Too Hot for Broadcast, a patron only Discord. And the Aphid Lounge, our patron-only podcast, which we release eventually. Uh, And remember that if you want us to build your world, you can always go to our website, worldbuildwithus.com, where you can click the link, follow some instructions in within a reasonable amount of time. We build your world. You can follow us on social media, on YouTube and Twitter. On YouTube, it's just us, World Build With Us. Or you can go to Twitter, at Let's World Build. And of course, if you want to talk to us more directly, we have a Discord where you can do that. Come chat with us about all your psychopomp needs, whatever you want. And with all of that out of the way, that's going to do it for this episode of World Build With Us. Remember that we love you very much. We're going to get through this together until next week. 